Welcome to the Impact Church Podcast, and thank you so much for joining us as we seek to establish Christ followers who live in obedience to God's Word and make an impact in their community and the world through the gospel of Jesus Christ. On this Christmas Eve, Pastor Tim speaks about Jesus Christ, the true light of the world. Are you ready to make an impact for Christ? The time is now. We are aware that there are some audio issues in this episode, and we appreciate your understanding. I tell you what, we have we obviously celebrate the greatest gift of all, and that's the gift of Jesus Christ. Amen. But let's not forget, there's other gifts that God has given us. That's the gift of the Word of God, right? How many times do we open this gift up? It should be every day. It should be a gift we open up every day, because in this we have the opportunity to hear the voice of God. Who in this room wants to hear the voice of God? Who wants to hear the voice of God? How do we know where to go unless we follow the voice of God, right? We don't. So we have the greatest gift of all on this earth while we're here in the Word of God because we can hear God speak to us and give us direction. So tonight, here's just a brief note. So I'm not going to keep you for an hour and a half. (laughs) Y'all did eat dinner before, right? So we could, could keep you for an hour and a half, but uh, we just, at Impact Church, we just don't feel like you can gather together as a church without opening the Word of God and having God's message. So we just want to bring a message to you, what God has spoken to us, and, and tonight just uh, think about, think about darkness and light. I remember growing up on a farm with my grandparents, and uh, one thing I love about the farm is uh, the being out in the middle of nowhere, no lights. But sometimes you get in a situation where the, it got so dark, you looking for the light. And you find the light and you go to the light. Uh, so, but just thinking about the darkness of the night, uh, I want to start with a passage in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 2. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who dwelt in the land of the shadow of death upon them a light has shined. And when I think about that passage, you know, I think about the Christmas story and I think about uh, the shepherds out in the middle of a field, out in the middle of the darkness, and how they were shocked, they were startled as the angels appeared and the glory of the Lord shone around them. But I want to talk tonight that there is a deeper darkness that Jesus Christ came to shine the light on. Uh, John chapter 3. John chapter 3, verses 18 through 21. He who believes in him is not condemned. That's Jesus Christ. But he who does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Verse 19. And this is the condemnation, that the light, Jesus Christ, has come into the world and men love darkness rather than light, because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his deeds should be exposed. But he who does the truth comes to the light, that his deeds may be clearly seen that they have been done in God. So Jesus Christ is the light, the good news 
that was shown by the angels that, day, that night to the shepherds. The light has come. Wouldn't everybody rejoice? But no, not everyone rejoices. For there are some, maybe even in this room, that you have seen the light. Jesus Christ has revealed himself to you. And yet, you love your darkness too much to let go. And this darkness can be deceiving, as we see even in the life of Saul, who was a, a, a man that read the scriptures, thought he was doing what he thought was right and attacking the, the, the believers of Jesus Christ, even having Stephen murdered. He was deceived by the, the darkness until that day when on Damascus Grove, the light shined and he finally saw for the first time. But we must examine ourselves as the light comes in because we cannot, we cannot hold on to anything that would keep us from Jesus Christ. Think about that. Men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light, lest his deeds should be exposed. Jesus Christ is shining a spotlight in each one of us to expose who we are. How we respond to that, there's only two ways to respond to that. First way we can respond to it, we can respond like Herod did in Matthew chapter uh, 2. Matthew chapter 2, we see how Herod responded to that. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled and all Jerusalem with him. So he, saw the, he heard about this new king and he was troubled. Verse 16, we see how he responded. When the light was shown on King Herod, his, how he responded. Verse 16, then Herod, when he saw he was deceived by the wise men, was exceedingly angry. And he sent forth and put to death all the male children who were born in Bethlehem and in all its districts from two years old and under, according to the time which he had determined from the wise men. There are people who when the light comes into their life and they're exposed, they go at great lengths to put out that light because it exposes who they are. Herod went to great lengths to try to stop Jesus Christ, to put an end to Jesus Christ. We're in a world, we see that everywhere, where people want to put an end to Jesus Christ. They're angry, and they love the darkness rather than the light. The second choice you can make once the light shines in your life, it could be like the shepherds. The shepherds in Luke chapter 2. Now there was in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings and great joy, which will be to all people. 
For there is born you, to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. In verse 20, Then the shepherds returned, glorifying, praising God for all the things that they have heard and seen as it was told them. There will be many of us here when the light shines on us and we find that once we were in darkness, but now we have found a Savior who wants to receive us back. And many of us will run to that light. Expose me for who I am, a wretched sinner. And we'll see Jesus Christ as the great Savior who died on a cross to cleanse us from all sin, 1 John 1, 9. And we'll receive that. And we'll be like the shepherds. It will change our life. It should change everyone's life. When the light shines and we are exposed and what was cancerous inside of us has been removed, we've been set free, we'll be like the shepherds who will run and tell everyone of this great news that has changed our life. So when the light shines, we can be one of two people. We can be an angry Herod that wants to put an end to Jesus Christ, or it could be a joyful shepherd who cannot tell enough people about Jesus Christ. So tonight is a challenge. I've taken the word star, and so I'm going to challenge you with uh, four points, four quick points. First, S, shine and share the gospel of Jesus Christ. In Matthew chapter, Matthew chapter 5, if Jesus Christ, the light, has shined into your life, then you are a light. You're the moon to his sun. Matthew chapter 5, verse 14, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. If you're here tonight and you say, yes, I am a shepherd. I've seen the great light while I was in a dark field, and when my sin was revealed to me, I surrender to Christ and the sacrifice he's made. If you're this shepherd, then here's what you should do. Shine and share the gospel of Jesus Christ. How dare we have the light in our life and keep it from other people who need to see that same light in their life. Shine and share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Let, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. What a gift we can give. You want to give a gift back to our Father in heaven who sent His one and only Son to die on a cross for us? When you want to give Him a gift? Shine the light of Jesus Christ on a mountaintop. Share your gospel message. Share your faith with everyone you come in contact with. When you do this to the least of these, Jesus Christ say, you do it unto me. You want to give Christ a Christmas gift tomorrow? Tomorrow find somebody and share the gospel with them, right? Shine and share the gospel. That's the S of star. T, be transformed by the light. Romans chapter 12. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. 
And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. If the light is shining on top of you, and Jesus Christ is in your life, I promise you, the shepherds, they didn't wait to get a college education at Liberty University to go shine and share Jesus Christ. They went that night from that field. I promise you, if you go out wherever you're at in your life, and you start shining and sharing Jesus Christ, your life will be transformed. Your life will be transformed, and as you surrender yourself as a living sacrifice to God, say, God, here I am. Send me, use me, you will be transformed. And as you're transformed, you will no longer conform to this world, but you'll be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Do you want to know how to renew your mind? Stay in the Word of God. Daily stay in the Word of God. And as you read the Word, it will transform you. And as you are transformed, you'll become a brighter light that can reach more people. No matter where you're at in your life, you can transform your life and become a light that transforms everyone else's life around you. So be transformed by the light. The A of star, as you shine and share like we saw the shepherds do, but guess what? You're transformed. And as you're transformed, you see the shepherds in verse 9 were afraid. And the angel says, don't be afraid. We come to bring you good news of great joy. Verse 20, they were no longer afraid. So the A of star is afraid no longer. You know, you probably say, and most people say, hey, I just, I'm afraid to share my testimony or afraid to share the gospel. I don't have all the answers. I don't know if somebody asked me something that's going to trip me up. I promise you. If you surrender your life to Jesus Christ daily as a follower of Christ and you let your light shine and you just speak up and just say what, what comes to your heart, the Holy Spirit will speak through you in a powerful way and you will change people's lives. And as you do that, the fear will disappear. The fear will disappear and you'll be afraid no longer. And you'll be like a shepherd that's knocking on every door and saying, hey, good news, the Messiah is here. The Savior has been born. So the A of star is afraid no longer. And the R, the last point, is remember his sacrifice. In John chapter 1, John chapter 1, verses 5 through 12. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. This man came for witness, to bear witness of the light that all through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which gives light to every man coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made through him, and the world did not know him. This is talking about Jesus. He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become the children of God, to those who believe in his name. Remember the sacrifice that Jesus Christ, he came on Christmas Day to be born as a baby. To be able to live among us. But that was just the first step. Because that first step, being born in a manger, led him to the step that took him to the cross on Calvary. Where he died for our sins. This light has come into the world. Jesus Christ is no, no ordinary man. For we see in 1 John, he was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. 
All things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. Jesus is no ordinary man, yet as God, in this room, he saw every one of you. And he saw the darkness that we were in. He said, there's something that has to be done. Was this easy? We see it was not easy. The Garden of Gethsemane. That was a dark night in the Garden of Gethsemane. Jesus Christ praying, praying, sweating drops of blood, grieving, saying, Father, is there any other way for us to save humanity? Praying, praying for you, praying for me. Everyone in this room, he was thinking about that night in the Garden of Gethsemane and calling out to God in heaven saying, is there any other way to save humanity than this cross, that cup of wrath that should be poured out? Obviously, the answer was no, because he left that Garden of Gethsemane. For each one of us in this room, for everyone watching, for everyone around the world, Jesus Christ went to the cross shed his blood for you and me because he saw us in our darkness and he could not stand to leave us alone in the darkness. So he came as a great light to set us free so that we can have a relationship with Jesus Christ for all eternity. He's done everything for us. Now the question is, are you going to be Herod and you're going to love the darkness rather than the light and say, I want my sin because you can't have your sin in Jesus too. We've, we know Brad teaches us the truth in Scripture. Or are you going to be like the shepherds? You're going to say, you know what? As the light shines, expose me. Take all that separates me from God away so that I can have a true walk with Jesus Christ for all eternity. And I promise you, as you walk with Christ, as he sets you free, you'll wonder, why did I ever hang on to that to begin with? Let's pray. Dear God, we thank you so much for everything you've done for us. We thank you for your love and your power that changes our life. That you came to this, this earth and shown a great light so that we can find the way home. Thank you so much, Jesus Christ, for dying on the cross to pay for our sin so that our sin could be paid for and that we can have a relationship with you once again. God, you're awesome. We praise you. As we take this thought of how you love us and how you died for us, how you came for us, Father, help us too, God, to be true lights for you, to shine your glory, to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Give us your boldness. Give us your confidence. Give us your strength, Father, to be your lights. We love you, God. We praise you for all that you've done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Everybody, can we give Jesus, the King of kings and Lord of lords, a big round of applause right now for who he is, for coming to redeem us all. So, guys, we thank you for coming.
worshiping with us here tonight, setting your heart on the real reason for the season. Welcome our guests that joined us on Facebook Live tonight. And then a special group of people also that maybe some of you don't realize are here is a, a cool thing. While we've been in this tent, we've been able to do drive-in church. So there's a bunch of cars out there with people that were watching drive-in. If y'all's horns still work out there, y'all can give a little beep or something. If you can still hear me, y'all got it on the radio. They may not if they had it on live out there. But thank you all for coming and worshiping with us right here this evening. And we want to extend a special invitation for every one of you to come back this Sunday and worship with us right here at 10 a.m. We're in a sermon series called The Gift, which is hanging on this cross behind me. And we've been looking at the significance of the Christmas story. And we've been through the significance of the shepherds. What's the biblical application to our lives in them? And even the wise men last week, if you missed those messages, you can catch up with them on our Facebook page or on our YouTube channel. You can type in Impact Church Forest and check that out. But come worship with us this Sunday because the message this Sunday is... Don't miss the gift in the manger. You know, we talked about not missing Christmas this year. We're going to look at the significance of the manger and the gift that God gave. Because many will miss Christmas this year because of doubt. They will doubt and not believe that Jesus is who he said he is or that his word is true. And I don't know if you knew this or not, but prophets that lived hundreds of years before Jesus was born told of how he would very specifically be born how he would live his life, how he would die on a cross and raise from the grave. All that was prophesied before he even walked this earth. Think about that. And one world-class mathematician went to find out what's the probability that that was just luck, that maybe some people said some things and it was just a lucky guess that it, that it came to be. And do you know what those odds were? Just for him to fulfill eight of them, there was 48 specific messianic prophecies that he was Christ, over 300 prophecies in total, just the probability that he would fulfill eight of those just by chance. Do you know what it was? It was the number 10 to the 17th power. That's one followed by 17 zeros. That's the equivalent of taking silver dollars, spreading them across the state of Texas. They'll be two feet high across the whole state. And you marked one, and I, told, and I marked one, and I told you to go in that whole state and go find the one I marked. That's the chance that it was just a lucky guess, and that Jesus fulfilled just eight of 48 prophecies. Do you know what the chance of you winning the lottery is if you play a ticket? One in almost 14 million. Who in this world would gamble their life on one ticket? I told you, your life, your eternity, your whole existence is placed on this one ticket. You better guess right. You have one chance. Would you gamble your life on that? Nobody would. So why would somebody gamble their life on Jesus with a probability of just 8, 10 to the 17th power? I want you to think about that. That's a little bit of what we're going to be talking about Sunday come because there's a whole lot more because the ultimate goal is this. We want to know the real reason for the season and we don't want anybody to miss Christmas this year because he, Jesus, is the gift you're looking for. Maybe you've been searching your whole life for and you weren't able to find and it's right here at the foot of the cross. Let's worship Jesus tomorrow in your homes as we celebrate Christmas and we welcome you back here this Sunday at Impact Church. Ultimately, like we say every week, let's take this night, this uh, message that we've had, this word the Lord has spoken. Let's go make an impact for Jesus where we go. We'll see you hopefully right here Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Merry Christmas, everybody. 
Thanks again for joining us today. The Lord is truly doing an amazing work and we would love for you to be a part of it. Check out the show notes for links to our website and social media pages. Or if you're ever in the Lynchburg or Forest, Virginia area, please come on by and join us in making an impact for Christ. Christ.